You are Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast on the Milwaukee Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Welcome to Locked On Bucks. I'm Eric Name, Milwaukee Bucks reporter at the Athletic Wisconsin, coming to you once again from the bowels of Fiserv Forum. No Frank Madden tonight, but this podcast is brought to you by the 608 Show. Again, that's the 608.com. Words, not numbers, the 608. Dot com for videos, their message board, and more. It's the 608 Show, Wisconsin-based Wisconsin Talk. You won't find it anywhere else. Find the 608 Show wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, you can get Locked on Bucks on the brand new podcasting app Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked on Bucks. No Frank tonight, just Eric. Uh, wrapping this one up quickly uh, after the game uh, since I'm going solo, and the Bucks end up beating the Clippers 128-118, and it was just a game where you know you have your two best players just kind of decide that you're going to win the game, and and that's that. Giannis has 34 points, nine rebounds, five assists, a steal, and a block. Chris Middleton, 39 points, a season high for him, nine rebounds, five assists, a steal, and. The rest of the starting lineup, everyone in double figures. Brooke Lopez with 12, Bledsoe with 15, Sterling Brown with 15. Not a ton from the bench, but uh, you know when you get when you get 115 from your starters, you're going to be just fine. And that's exactly what the Bucks were tonight in that 128-118 victory. And uh, it's kind of part. I'm going to skip over Middleton for a little while, which is just kind of the perfect encapsulation of you know what. Chris Middleton kind of gets uh, when we when we talk about this type of stuff. Uh, he, he has a season high, 39-9-5, and 16-25 from the field, 4-7 of seven from three. Just plays a great game. And instead of talking about him, I'm going to talk about Giannis. And uh, Giannis once again tweaks his ankle. Um, and it's that, it's that same right ankle that we've seen him injure before. He injures it again tonight. And it's it's to the point where you know you you have to wonder exactly how the bucks are going to try to handle this uh going down the stretch because uh it seems like it's just obviously not right like his ankle is not quite right and it's going to be tougher to get right when you know you keep playing on a bad ankle and you can keep tweaking it and keep tweaking it and uh that tonight it's it's running into a clipper on the way up the floor where uh you know it just kind of stops and Giannis runs into him and tweaks his ankle goes down and it, to me it was just kind of interesting to watch it, you know you think bucks have a big lead chris has it going so you don't necessarily need to go to him but you know with about five minutes left the bucks are up 10 
and it was getting a, a little bit hairy and Bud calls Giannis's name, has him go up to the table and as Giannis steps to the table, Brooke Lopez hits a three. They go up 13 uh, with 439 left. And ultimately, Bud decides that they're not going to bring Giannis back in. And, and he brings him back to the, to the table. And, you know, it was just kind of interesting to try to figure out exactly how it all went down. Sometimes uh, Giannis can kind of force his way back on the floor. Sometimes, uh, you know, Bud can try to get him going. And, you know, I think obviously some people thought, you know, Giannis was forcing his way back on. Uh, after the game, we talked to Bud about it, asked Bud, and he said he was the one that called Giannis's name and asked him to check in the game. Uh, with that 10-point lead, he was a little bit concerned that they were going to lose it and eventually brought him back after that. And, you know, Giannis explained it to us after, after the game, and he said, obviously he – talking about Mike Budenholzer, asked me previously if I was good. I told him, yeah, we were up 10. They were hitting a lot of shots. He called my name. I went to the table, but Brooke hit the three, and we went up 13, I think. Then they called timeout. I think the coaching staff did the right move because we had great momentum there. The crowd was into it. The guys were playing well. Chris was going, and Bud said, don't worry about it, Giannis. Take a break. Um, and, you know, I think that that was kind of the, the right thing to do, and I think it, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens here. I think everyone obviously knows how much Giannis likes to play. And, uh, you know, he, he always tries to get himself back in the game. And, you know, I asked him after the game about, you know, he, he recently told us how proud he is that he's never missed three consecutive games and he had missed two and then, uh, got himself back in, uh, back into action and he was able to avoid missing three straight and you know i i think that this is going to be a really interesting spot because if if you read my story at the athletic this week uh you obviously saw the quote about how yana says with bud you just can't win like he will always win he will always be the one uh that as you're debating whether or not i should whether or not he should play or whether or not he should sit that whatever bud's perspective is that is going to be the one that's selected. That is going to be what the answer is. And, uh, you know, for me, you look at the schedule. The Bucks have a back-to-back -back coming up here on the weekend. And with that back-to-back, Sunday, Monday, back-to-back, -back, and then they play again next Thursday. And, you know, if if you sit him now, you can get six days out of six days of rest out of this. So all of a sudden you go from uh, having him have just Saturday or excuse me, just Friday and Saturday for the Sunday game. Uh, if you have him sit out Sunday at Atlanta, you have him sit out Monday at Brooklyn. All of a sudden you've created six days of rest for him before going up against the Sixers uh, next Thursday. And, you know, I'd, to me, it makes it makes a lot of sense um, to, you know, kind of see Bud and his staff say, no, um, you know, it's just it's just not going to be the time for you to play. We're going to sit you down and we're going to have you take those days off. And, you know, it could kind of serve as a nice nice little break there six days off and then get him back into action and you know at that point you've rested him and then you finish it out with four more games brooklyn charlotte miami um 
Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, you fin- he finished it out with Philadelphia, Brooklyn, Atlanta, and Oklahoma City. And, you know, you have four games to, to win two. And, you know, the Raptors, that was a schedule I was talking about. Chicago, Orlando, Brooklyn, Charlotte, Miami, Minnesota. Uh, all you need is two. The magic number for the Bucks right now is two. So they just need a combined two Bucks wins and Raptors losses. And, you know, that seems incredibly doable that seems very possible um in something that shouldn't be all that difficult for for the for the bucks to kind of accomplish so i do think there there is a little bit of time here if you, if you do want to sit Giannis down i think the the schedule kind of plays into your hands that you could actually do that and uh Obviously, the Raptors losing some games has played into making that number smaller. So you're in a good spot here where where that could really, you know, make some sense. But we'll have to see if that's actually the case because we know how hard uh, Giannis is going to fight that. So we'll have to keep an eye on that and, and kind of see if that's going to be, you know, the move to make and, you know, how Bud kind of shapes his rotation is there spots where other guys can miss games once you do have a spot clinch like how is he going to you know kind of kind of play with that rotation and uh speaking of rotations i want to tell you about a podcast that you need to put in your rotation it's called the 608 show host Corey kaiser dives into everything wisconsin sports with a raw and comedic style you won't find anywhere else how about this for a recent list of former badger guests monty ball zach showalter joe Schobert, and jack sitchy and not just your normal sports conversation, but a deeper dive into their lives. Also, insight on the Bucks' playoff push, the 2019 crew looking to build on last year's run, and all the off-season notes in Green Bay. Everything Wisconsin sports has to offer. New shows drop on Friday, so don't miss out. Head to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts and search The 608 Show. The 608, all one word, show. While you're at it, visit their website, the608.com. Those are words, not numbers. The608.com for videos their message board and more it's the 608 show wisconsin based wisconsin talk you won't find anywhere else find the 608 show wherever you get your podcasts and remember you can get this show every day by subscribing to locked on bucks on the new himalaya podcast app in an ever-expanding podcast world you need himalaya with their personally curated playlists and new features every day download himalaya at your app store and subscribe to locked on bucks you know i i guess looking at this game uh, it, it is pr- to me it, it's pretty much two things it is Giannis and his injury but also his domination uh before that and then Chris Middleton and you know I think with both of those guys it was I don't want to say an easy night for them but both of them got it going and both of them just were in control the the Clippers didn't really have much of an answer for either of them and um that that was that was to me pretty much the game where you just watch and Giannis is able to get to all of his spots and you know he's he's getting easy dunks he's getting easy looks uh Middleton finds his spots early he gets hot and you know he just kind of carries him through and they have that huge 39 to 21 second quarter where they just kind of took over and you know at that point the game pretty much felt like pretty much felt like it was over even though it was only the second quarter they're playing with a ton of confidence and they're really able to to shut this one down and 
it was just a, a huge night for them. And with Chris, uh, I mean, when he's feeling it, this is this is the kind of thing that that can really be possible. And you know, I thought was interesting is a lot of times there'll be a quarter like this, or you know, maybe even a half like this where. Chris gets hot and and then decides to pick his spots a little bit more carefully, let let other guys kind of get in their zone and, you know, not take as many shots. But tonight he takes 25 shots. Uh, The previous night he had, uh, excuse me, the previous game against the Rockets, he took 23 shots. So uh, he has been a little bit more aggressive as of late. Uh, uh, Just a complete dud, as he called it, after the game against Houston. But Tonight he, he was just spectacular and really just you know dominated the game and, and it was a spot where uh, Giannis was out they were trying to figure out if they could bring him back in and he kind of hits a couple shots there that just slow down the Clippers roll they got it down to nine at one point in the fourth quarter and then you know Chris kind of just bullied Sundarius Thornwell and you know bullied a, a couple of the other players got to the spots that he wanted and. Just kind of took care of business and won this game, and I mean, I think it's it's tough to say much else. Uh, he he was fantastic in this one, and just just took over. And you know, looking at the rest of the starting lineup, like I said, Bledsoe has 15 points, eight assists, seven rebounds, uh, a really solid night for him. Sterling Brown, three of six from the three point line, uh, a couple corner Sterling threes. Uh, he has 15 points on the night, and you know, uh, I think a little bit Sterling kind of rounding into shape, and you know, this offense rounding into shape, and. Uh, obviously, uh, the defense kind of let it go in that fourth quarter as they get outscored 41-28. But in the previous three quarters, the defense was, was kind of back and, and they were kind of feeling it. We talked about how they would kind of deal with injuries and how they kind of try to get through this. And, you know, I think in many ways they're, they're starting to figure out how they're going to play and who they're going to be with those injuries. And, you know, I just think it's it's so big for their identity that they, they kind of figure that out. And, you know, I, like I said, I think the defense was is kind of back and feeling like the defense that they've been for for a little while here. Uh, obviously, another not quite under twenty, but a twenty-one point second quarter that really opened this game up, and uh, from there the offense just kind of carried it, and and they end up closing this one out. But you know, you look at Pat Connaughton, thirty minutes tonight. He plays. He only scores six points, but he grabs five rebounds. He's a plus twenty on the night. George Hill scores two points, but he's a plus twenty-four. Urzan Ilyasova, two points, two rebounds, an assist, two blocks, but a plus 20. And it was really that second quarter where where they just opened things up, 39-21, and, and that was that was pretty much it. And, you know, by myself uh, here tonight, I don't really have a whole lot more to discuss. This is, a, a to me, a pretty open-and-shut game where the Bucks took care of business uh the Clippers were down a few guys they had a couple guys out tonight and the Bucks took full advantage and just kind of just took care of business and you know that, that was something that we kind of talked about with Chris Middleton after the game but you know they're just kind of in a spot here where if they get a second quarter lead they're just going to close it out and there'll be different people different nights but eventually they're going to get the job done and and they will close it out and uh, that's uh, again what we're seeing here so um, that's gonna be it for us Uh, 
we will talk again. Uh, Frank should be back when we will talk uh, after the Hawks game on Sunday. That's an 11:30 tip, so bright and early on a Sunday morning here uh, in Milwaukee, and that that'll be that. Uh, again, today's episode was brought to you by the 608 Show. Again, visit their website, the 608.com. Those are words, not numbers. The 608 dot com for videos their message board and more it's a 608 show wisconsin based wisconsin talk you won't find anywhere else find the 608 show wherever you get your podcasts and a reminder you can subscribe to the show on the new himalaya podcast app as well as apple podcasts google podcasts and spotify and when you get in your car you can tell your smart device to play podcast locked on bucks so for frank madden i'm eric name This has been Lockdown Bucks. Have a great weekend, everybody.